like live Twitter, this podcast. It's horrible. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Lovely to see you. How much pussy are you getting? <laughs> hey, that doesn't happen on ITV. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather suck off my dad. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to upset me. What TV show have you been on? Oh, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Let me defend myself. So how's it feel being on a show that you're not actually presenting? Lovely. (laughs) Really nice. This is my preference. What, so you don't have to like steer? Because you might think that you've got the day off, but you're the most experienced presenter out with the three of us. So. Yeah, that is very true. So I might have to jump in and save this. Yeah. No, look, if I'm not presenting it, it's probably going to do well. So, do you know what I mean? Like if I'm doing, it's basically the kiss of death having me host your show. Um, if you want one series only, I'm your fucking guy. It's bad. I am. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. I was it, hoping you'd be our shaper up the mountain of showbiz. <laughs> it turns out you've got to push us off the top. I am. Uh, yeah, mate. Fucking I'm pulling the ladder up behind me. You can all fuck off. You're new and exciting and whatever else. You can piss off, right? There's enough white dudes doing this. You can get out. Until I've not got a mortgage anymore, you can fucking back up. Or I'm not interested in you. Oh, isn't they, don't they do a nice podcast? No, I don't need any more of them. Thanks for coming on, man. Really no worries. No, really, I, come on, I come on these podcasts to demoralise yeah, the yeah, generation yeah. below me. As soon as we leave, like, will you mean, remember to retweet? You're like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'll retweet going, I'm going to say as many racist things as possible just to bury you both. Can we I don't that? need the competition. Oh, what's up? Fine. So anyway, racist I've things. never stood up. I, I also just want to stay. I say I've never stood up in the middle of an interview and adjusted a camera. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't want to shit on you both, but there's normally cameramen when I'm doing this yeah. shit. So what's, you know. what's the production quality of this? Like, I mean, to be fair, it's quite good. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've made lower budget TV shows. This is this is slick, mate. Yeah. Post COVID, I sort of my, one of my regular things I do. I do the soapbox races on Dave, right? The Red Bull stuff, and um, they got oh, in touch. Sick, really? Yeah, yeah. I go and do that. It's quality. Um, but they got back in touch after COVID, and they're like, "No, oh, the budgets have gone down. We're going to pay you less." And I was like, "That's just not acceptable." And they're like, "You're going to." accept it I'm like yes like like that was already low budget and they've gone the budget's even lower are you fucking off absolutely not mate I'm here I'm here until I'm paying to do it I need the exposure but how long have you, how long yeah, have you we'll been probably, probably it's hard with the pandemic and stuff it's hard yeah. to put like a figure on it but so probably, take away the pandemic I had like a little like uh, I dabbled in comedy a few years so back. many caveats I know there is. say three I, years I, I, know, you know, but I, I don't know whether I'd say three or four you know what I mean? Somewhere it's a podcast, not an audio book. Pick a number. Three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. yeah. Like... I, at that point, you are like, I just, I just love the art of gigging. Because now I'm like, how much and how quickly can I be gone? <laughs> <laughs> you really, very quickly, like, is there any way I can open? Yeah, I'm sticking around to watch all the other actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, um, I, I remember, I remember years ago when I first started, I was like, oh, you know, I just I want to get from opening to closing. And a comic, I forget who it was, they went, you spend your whole career wanting to headline. And then as soon as you get it, you're like, when can I open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to go home as early as possible. It's the same as comparing. I used to compare shit loads. And you very, like after a few years of being like, this is great. You get to see all this comedy and stuff. You go, I'm here all night and I'm on the least money. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> when does the misery stop? Because obviously, you know, you want to get back. In life, huh? <laughs> the, the aim is, isn't it? That you like, you start, you start off open, you want to get on the circuit, you're on the circuit, that you want to be like a headliner, you're a headliner, then you want to tour your own show. 
you know, you, the parameters the for is, success constantly change. Yeah, but so we? do the parameters for misery. Yeah, so like, like um, I like I do so. <laughs> so you, the problem with comics is you always find something else that you don't like about it. So tour shows, like, you, I, like I could go, I could do like, but I don't tour in big venues. Like I do like art centers and stuff, like one fifties, which is fucking great when yeah, it sells. Yeah, yeah. Better rooms, but, as but well. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're good rooms, they're nice yeah. rooms. But then there's other things you stress about because like sometimes they don't sell that well, yeah. and that's something else. So you're like, oh, I'd fucking love to be doing club gigs because yeah. that's not my problem because yeah. how much you're earning is about so there's something else to worry about I know people that are like filling 2,000 seaters and they're like, oh, and like on Facebook they're like oh, not a very good show tonight and I'm like you can go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> you made 35 grand <laughs> fuck off <laughs> but they do and your page you're open at 75 quid you rat <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly we all know what's going on here um, but what I find is um, I did a gig years ago with um, a guy called Paul Tonkinson I don't know if you know Paul Tonkinson I know Tonkinson. the name yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah, a yeah. circuit actor Right. Very oh, good circuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's Michael McIntyre's best mate, and he was like, and, and what an honor. yeah, yeah, like him and McIntyre are like busy mates, right? So, so he, another act that was on knew Michael, and he was like, oh, how's Michael? And he was like, oh, same as always, stressing about everything. And I'm like, he's worth sixty million quid. What's he yeah. got to stress about? But apparently, like, you just find yeah, more things to worry, to worry about. about. Yeah, it's mad. So as just... it goes up, you go, oh, I want the next thing because then I'll stop worrying. But no. No, I just want to win the I want to win the Euro millions now. That's my <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> career highlight. You go. But then you'll be stressing about the cost of maintenance for the yacht. Yeah, so exactly. Well, that's it. So, yeah, your fucking yacht man will cancel. I don't know if there's a yacht <sighs> yeah, man, no, but exactly. he'll cancel last minute. Yacht like, man. <laughs> yeah, yacht man. The yacht, my yacht guy. Well, maybe uh, you need to not aim one. to be the person who has the yacht. Maybe aim to be the yacht man. That's got to be a lucrative business, isn't it? Working in yachts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like selling people. Yeah, that's not going to come with any stresses, <laughs> that, is it? When they fucking hire a hit on you because you cancelled on their yacht maintenance. They need you more than you need them. It's Very like, good point. It's like fucking quick right, fit. We've spoken about this before. You've got to be the only the only guy that a billionaire is like. Mate, like without you, I'm fucked. Yeah, like being the yacht. You guy. can't Google a yacht guy. No, no, you? no. <laughs> That's a power you can't put a price on. I'd but say. also, I imagine there's not many of them, and they're busy. So like the yacht guys are like, sorry, Elon, I've just, <laughs> I've just got a lot on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you going to make this worth my while? <laughs> That's what you need to be. You need to be like a niche. You've got to have a niche thing that you do that no one else can yeah. do that billionaires need. Yeah. White guys and podcasts. White guys, look, fucking <laughs> yeah, hey, no one else wrong. can do this. <laughs> no, I think, look, it's an important place for white guys to be. Yeah. <laughs> the internet. Oh, yeah. It's also the most dangerous <laughs> place for them yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, look, podcast to the Reddit incel forum is a small step, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's one leap, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's just one slide backwards, really. <laughs> Being in a relationship is the only thing that keeps me off them forums, I reckon. I reckon if she if she left me, that'd be the only place I'd have to go. No, the, the thing is, you'd never be an incel. You're a charming guy. Like, you're, oh, you're nice looking. It. Like, you, you'd you never be an incel. Not good looking. Nice, nice looking. looking. He's actually got... Matt's got a lazy eye. He's looking at me when he's <laughs> <laughs> He's not talking to you. I mean, you'd be, you'd be good on those forums because you look like Pepe the Frog. <laughs> I don't know who that is, and that's ruined my day. <laughs> you know who Pepe the Frog is. <laughs> I'll never unsee it. <laughs> This is going to upset me. He has the general attitude of Pepe the Frog as well. That's the face. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, he's a famous guy. He's a fame. Look, I don't know if there's much lookalike work in the QAnon world for Pepe. <laughs> QAnon. So I've been listening to a QAnon podcast like about like finding Q in, in my car today. That's why I'm thinking about I'm, Pepe the I'm going to be totally honest. This is getting cut out. I'm just letting you know. Right? No, 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 that's, <laughs> that's the beauty of being in control of your yeah, own yeah. podcast. Oh, hello. Hello? <laughs> Even he's staying in control. Come in. 
Who is it? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> right, no, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen on ITV. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's it. <laughs> I just want to say. Put your hands to your chest. I mean, so I suppose like we're in a business part, right? We're like it's in some sort of business center where someone's hired a podcast studio and not soundproofed it. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> how much you paying? Foam on the wall. How much you paying for an hour for this? Yeah, and they didn't soundproof the walls. And what they've done instead <laughs> is put up wallpaper that looks like bricks. Yeah. <laughs> so they're probably interviewing for like a really important job next door. I mean, there's an interview. There's actually an interview part. happening in here. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought when she said that. I was like, uh, hang on. I think this person's more important than I your mean, fucking... Have they done a celebrity insane. coach trip? Shut <laughs> <laughs> oh, up, stop laughing. Look, let me just, I'm going to stop smashing this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't really, you, I mean, this is going out online. Your interview can be, you know, Look, sh- you've got to hire the next person. We've got anyway. to res- respect what's going on next door. I feel bad now. You've got to like mellow. We were having a lovely time. She's sort of, you know, ruined it, yeah. to be honest. Feels very... Uh, is this the first time a podcast has been ruined by someone that wasn't on it? <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> Should oh. I go confront her? <laughs> yeah, go and smash your head in. Excuse me, do you know who we've got in there? Do you, do you know, look, we, we are next door to the Have A Word podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get our, our comedy through osmosis. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are they getting complaints about the laughter? I don't think so. All right. <laughs> so we're obviously smashing it now. <laughs> no, but they've got money. So, you know, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Better. Better. Playing yeah. the, they're not going to get that at the Echo Arena, are they, when they do it? No, no, I can't imagine. Uh, she'll be there as well. I, I just love podcasts. <laughs> but she's got something serious to do today, so we need to respect her. People, like, but I think most jobs aren't serious, though, are they? Like people no. who work in sort of like offices and things, like, they don't do anything. Mm. Like, all my friends have got office jobs. Like they're yeah. big existential crises. They're like, my job is meaningless. Like it exists for the sake of a job existing. Yeah. So you know, we're just trying to bring joy in those people's lives, and she's gotten in the way. That's I, a real I've, shame. I've felt like as I've yeah. gotten older. Like I, I feel like I've, I've every single job, and any job, even like doctor, politician is a prime example. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. They're just trying their best to I, blag it. I would argue that that isn't the way to look at a doctor. I mean, it, I can't. I can't look. Look, I've seen. I've been sat there. A doctor's telling them I've got a lump on my testicles, and she sat there like that. Googling it. I've, I've, I've had that as well. Not wanting to see them. I don't blame her. I didn't want to show her them. No, no, no. But also, I, I like, I mean, a GP, <laughs> look, I don't want to upset GPs. I had a GP in an audience the other day and I asked her if, like, she got really upset. She got genuinely offended because I went, oh, have you ever had that thing on a plane where someone's gone, is there a doctor on here? And she's like, yeah, it's happened to me a few times. And I was like, you're a GP, right? She went, yeah. And I went, what do you do? Refer them. <laughs> You're having a heart. It's a a lovely joke, right? Off the top of my head, I was very happy with myself. But then I was like, I was like, because that's all you, you're basically, all you are is directory inquiries for the NHS. The operator? That's all all a GP is. is, All a GP is, is I know a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being a GP receptionist on a plane. It's like, has anyone got a doctor? Uh, Well, can you call eight? (laughs) <laughs> just ignore you. Not eight or one. Or just ignore Call it eight. Well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's none of your business, actually. But I do find, like, um, yeah, like, I've always find going to the GP, I'm like, I'm just going to go because they know a guy. Yeah. yeah. You go in with the hope that they'll send you on to someone else and not just send you off. It's, uh, do you know what? Actually, I'm quite upset. I'm just trying to process the fact that I just told you both that I had a lump on my testicles and neither of you have asked how I am. Well, because you're here. Or how it was. How was it with the lump on your testicle? Yeah, 
was some sound. What, what, what was what was the lump? Do you know what the other they, testicle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what actually concerningly? They just didn't really tell me. They were just like, yeah, it's not cancer. Without uh, looking at it, they said. No, they didn't know what, so I did get referred, like you okay, said. Okay, fine. I got the old ultrasound, and then they literally just said, that's ah, fine, that. But they never explained what it was. No one knew it was probably a magic star. <laughs> 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 I, haven't eaten, I haven't eaten magic stars in a long time. I know yeah. what I'm getting on the you're losing moment. down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Are you big into magic stars? <laughs> no, I'm just big into food. <laughs> so, so it was a fat joke. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just like you, there was previous with them. No, no. no. If you go for it was a an in joke, yeah, no, he's uh, just a fat cunt. <laughs> a magic star, that's a very specific chocolate to go for, like yeah. as a first point of call. I'd have gone for a Malteser. But there we go. Like, <laughs> just, Next time you do that joke, you can say a Malteser. I don't know what to tell you, right, man. Sorry, mate. He's just trying not to admit that he's the only fucking person in the 20s who eats magic stars. What's wrong with magic stars? They're solid, then. Magic stars are all right, to be they, fair. They're sick, Thank but it's you, a kid's man. chocolate. Like When you said magic star, my brain went, ah, oh, with nostalgia from what it was like being a kid eating them. Can't remember the last time I had them. I've probably I've had them within the last year. Oh, probably. definitely. Yeah, yeah, because they're quite often when you go to a petrol station, they're at the they're nearer at the front, end, really? and you go, oh, yeah, yeah go the impulse buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are a lovely little impulse no, buy. I've not, I've not been tempted. Not you, go, you don't go to petrol stations like services though. Like you always have your noodles on the road with you, don't do, you? So yeah, you don't I pull over for food. Do you, you, yeah. you. Look, that's sensible. Saves money. Like it's, I like the, I like the, I like your style. It's like I'm trying to be healthier, so I'll prep. I'll make a meal and I'll eat it on the way there. I will stop at the services, have a piss, eat the meal. Then on the way back, I've got the adrenaline rush, fucking big dick energy. I'm like, I'm amazing at stand up me. <laughs> I, I need, let's let's celebrate and I'll get Did it open ten as well. <laughs> so Mate, I just end up getting two meals. It is, a, it is a, like, <laughs> yeah. driving to gigs, I hate because um, I end up eating, eating late at night and yeah. then feeling shit the next day. Yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah it's never You can never it. get anything nice either. Yeah. You can, the Leon's never open, is it? Oh, like I, I only had my first Leon at a service station like in the last couple of weeks and it was boss. So, Leon's so, are amazing. But they're always, they always they shut at seven. I was with my missus and she's vegan. So we got some like vegan mac and cheese bites just to try it. And we were like, this is boss. So on the whole way home, we were like, we'll stop at that exact same services. We'll get a Leon. <laughs> and it was fucking closed. I was fuming. All the good things at services close early. Why did they exist then? I don't know. It's, you can only ever get an Urban Eats sandwiches and an M&S. <laughs> not an M&S, a WH Smith's even. Oh. Yeah, I got my first meal deal at WH Smith, actually, oh, on, on the way back Paid from £9.80 for it as mate, well. Mate, I, 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 <laughs> I felt like I was being robbed. Yeah, mate, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, like, I dreamt of, like, I dreamt of being a comedian, right? It was my dream job, all this kind of shit. And then the reality of it is, is it's just being overcharged Lonely. at services for food. <laughs> Like there's nothing, and and after a few years, like you get you don't get a high after a gig anymore. You just go, well, that should have gone well. I've been going long enough that that's the min that's the bare minimum. You expected it to be. Well, like that, well yeah. everyone does, you know. When you when you yeah. when you're doing it, you go, people, you go, it should go well. I've been doing this for so long, yeah, yeah. thirteen years. Like it should be going well. Um, so then it's just. Eating shit food in service stations. <laughs> yeah, to feel something. Yeah, like, it's awful. You started so young as well. I bet you thought it was fucking great. Like, eating McDonald's every day when you were 17 Yeah, because you could hack it. And then when you're 24, you're like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. Is that how old you are, 24? 25, I am. Oh, I wish how old are you now? 30. I'm 31. I mean, you look yeah. great for 30. Thanks very much. Like, really I'm actually off-gutted that you said that. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you're very childlike. <laughs> Is that why you like me so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, how, old, so how, old, terrible. 
how old were you when you started? 18. 18. 18 and, and years old. like so, so young to start stand-up. Yeah, up. I was doing like jonglers and stuff at 19. Really? Yeah, yeah mate. Ridiculous. That's fucking mental. No, it's, it's not good. How, it it so wasn't fun. I'm just trying to process how you had like... How, how, how did you approach sort of material and stuff? Like life experience? Before well, we go any further, we should probably uh, let everyone know what jonglers was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junglers is um, they were really dark. Yeah, they were really rough. (laughs) Sort of, um, all the clubs were like it was stag dudes and hen dudes and big groups, pretty much in every club. And they were rowdy and they were shit and they were hard work. Um, Some of them were. There was a few that were all right, but they were mostly terrible. But they were well paid. Was it the way they were run? Were they? Were they? No, it was just the audience encouraged to. No, but it was just like. The reality of any big group is one person's organised the comedy and the rest of them don't want to be there. Yeah. So it's that. Um, and I was comparing those and like having like fight battles basically with audiences um, very early. And But material, I basically approached it as like, this is what it's like to be your kids. Right. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is what your kids think of you. And like, this is yeah. what it's like to live with people your age. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of going from the other side. So they sort of can still relate yeah, to it. Yeah, being relatable. Rather so. than going, I've got all these opinions about politics, which no one wants to hear from a 19 year old. <laughs> no one wants to hear from like, you know, it's hard to talk about politics in your 20s because audiences go, oh, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not they have very different views to you. So you must be right. They, you know, it's, <laughs> what happened is you'll, you'll realise this. When you hit 30, you do start to sympathise with Tories. And that's when you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for watching, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know this you're just pretending you don't no, no, uh, no. you know oh you're a scouser yeah. no one could be a Tory <laughs> um, you know but but yeah you, I guess but you know I, my dad always promised me he's like you're a, you'll end up right wing it hasn't happened yet every so often you're like oh, yeah they are scroungers aren't they yeah. <laughs> I'm joking I don't think that um, I'm going to cut that bit out where you said you don't think it yeah what do you want to do mate <laughs> that and Pepe the Frog gone mate, I mean, look, you can cut out what you like because that is classic Pepe behaviour. He's a troll. So, <laughs> you just prove him a point. Uh, were you like driving at the time? Were you driving yourself to get Yeah, drive everywhere. My little yeah. Peugeot 106, yeah. 1.1 litre. I saw that outside. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Things are going well. Yeah, you know, I'm glad I kept it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, I was sort of drive around. It was, it was, it was like, it was great fun. Like doing, and also it was cheaper to get around then. Yeah. So like open spots and things weren't as damaging as they were these days. Yeah. Or even like doing, you know, back then doing a gig for 40 quid was feasible yeah. because yeah, yeah, petrol yeah. was 70 p a litre. So it was fine. Yeah. It was now, it's, I think it's harder to start Especially out. Yeah, even the right paid now, gigs are still unpaid. Like right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Like, and and I had a, like I had a job and stuff, so I used to just like work part time and then go and gig. It was great. Dropped out of uni and did it, and when I could just about do it full time, and then did that. Yeah. It was great. What was the eye opener for you then when you were in uni, where you were like, "Look, this this is actually feasible." This is I never feasible. liked uni. I really struggled with it. I what never wanted you, to go. I did publishing. I never finished it. Publishing <laughs> media at Oxford Brooks, and I went because I felt like I had to go. I didn't want to go, yeah, yeah. but I felt like I had to. And then. Uh, I started doing stand-up and started going, well, I did like a few of the competitions, like I was in the like, So You Think You're Funny final and all those kind of things and Chortle. And I stopped going to uni as much. So I was gigging like five nights a week. And my tutor went, she was like, where have you been? And I was like, oh, I'm doing comedy and it's going well. And she went, go and do that. Yeah, she like, yeah, yeah. Took one look at your last paper and was like, fuck off. Go and do comedy, mate. That's just a need though. Yeah, yeah, but she said, she was like, you can always come back. She's like, the, the, I did a year and a half. She's like, we can hold on to this indefinitely and you can come back and pick it up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right then. What uni was this? Oxford Brooks. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I was going to say, it sounds a lot like Salford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the like, sort yeah, of thing they'd say. Come back when you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll chill. be here. Yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> still be here. Um, so, yeah, I just went and did it. So it was all right. And then I didn't tell my dad I dropped out for six months. No, no. I used so to, I lived how at did home. You keep when, up the well, I, and I lived at home when I went to uni as well. But I only went to uni like 
you know what you know what it's like eight hours a week or whatever it is of oh, lectures yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. So the days he knew I was going, I used to wake up, go and have a coffee around the corner at a coffee shop when he went to work, and then come back home. <laughs> Just blend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joe's like, how was uni today? And I'm like, <laughs> his dad actually, uh, his dad found out because he was in the audience at a Jungler's gig on a Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> Hang on. With and all your his lads. kids. And his dad's like, no, you really yeah, are. I'm like, kid, yeah, yeah, why aren't you at uni? It's, um, yeah, so, and then I just quit and then sort of just started doing it full time. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was 20, I sort of dropped, quit my job and then just was doing it as my job. So lucky to know what that's, like, I wish I knew then. What did I, you do I then did before the uni? Yeah. And I, I got me degree and I just the whole time did not want to be it was just a waste of money I just did yeah. it because I thought it was what I was supposed to do exactly there's no yeah. I think actually if there'd have been a this I mean you know something that I think is negative <laughs> just trying to very on brand yeah, yeah trying yeah. to bring it back yeah. keep reading that yeah. teleprompter just there yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we uh, I if someone had gone, oh, there's these really, you can, because like there's this big thing now that you can go and work for like these amazing companies if you've, if you've just got your A-levels because they don't need you to have a degree really. I'd have gone and done that and just gone straight into work. That's what I really would have liked to have done. Yeah. And, in, and then I've come into comedy where oh, it's just stressful, isn't it? It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, you're, you've said that though. You're at that point, aren't you? Where you're just miserable about it. Oh, no, oh, look, I, I mean. I, I still I still love gigs in land, don't know, to 40 people in a sweatpants. But so, so do I. And like the thing is, I moan about it and then my girlfriend goes, she's like, but you love it. I'm like, yeah, I, do. I so but like, I sort of do, and yeah. I love moaning about it. That's so it. like, I book in. Like, she's like, if you don't like it so much, she's like, don't gig in the middle of the week and stuff. And I'm like, no, I want to go in. I want to go and do stuff. I have, yeah. I have to keep busy. And then I go, and I'm like, what's the fucking? And also, it's, it's, if yeah. you didn't do it, you'd be fuming at yourself. You'd be guilty. <laughs> exactly. if, if I quit yeah. comedy, I'd be livid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also easy to say that whilst not working on a scaffold. I put a TV stand together for my mum yesterday, and honestly, I hope she the TV stand outlives her because I'm not doing another one. <laughs> Like, I'm not, I'm not, do you know what I mean? And it took me like five hours. And I was like, people do this every day. Yeah. But I'm building sites. Build TV stands, yeah. yeah. For like eight yeah. quid. Worked, <laughs> at one point, about when I was like, when, there was one year when I just started gigging full time, but I needed like money for car insurance. And I went and worked in a warehouse for like five weeks yeah, to yeah. pay for my car insurance. And I remember working in this warehouse where packing books into, like going around, picking books, putting them in boxes, sending them off to like whatever, bookshops and shit. And there were people that had been there. I was like, how long have you been there? And they're like 32 years. Mate, honestly, I did the exact same thing in lockdown. I worked in McVitie's and there was people there that they, they got, they started at 17 and they're going to die there. Yeah, but and the thing is, they they just, were happy. Like yeah. They were happy with it, which is fucking respect to them um, because like, obviously we've all got a problem with us yeah. that we need to do something out, like do something like comedy to feel happy. Attention but, seeking. Yeah, all that, you know, like need the love, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, and but it drove me up the wall because I was like, oh, this isn't, you know, it's, you know, whereas comedy, I was like, I don't want to do a repetitive job. And now I do a repetitive job. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you have the yeah. same conversation with yourself yeah. for 20 minutes every night. Yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and some of the jokes have I've been doing for nine years. You know? There's a couple of, there's a couple of what I like to call the, uh, the classics in yeah. there. And, um, Who remembers teletext? <laughs> they're not like, I think they're timeless. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. you know, there's stuff that, cause you, but like there is a comedian on the circuit. It's not fair to name, but um, he's got Please a joke. Do uh, it. <laughs> He's got a, he's got a, do he's, it. I'm not naming him. It's not fair. Do it. Um, he's got a joke about um, a film and what he does is he updates the format he's watched the film on rather than the joke. <laughs> so, it's a, so it's a film from the early nineties when he wrote the joke and he, and now it's just like, he goes, Oh, has anyone seen this film on Netflix? Like, have you seen it's come back? It's called home? Tremors. <laughs> Indecent proposal. Is the film, but, um, it's just very funny that he's like, he's like, give a shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, fair enough. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, like you do end up, it's a very repetitive job. But it's, I suppose it is different every night. But every, I'd go to loads of gigs and I'm like, well, that was pointless. Yeah. <laughs> like I did a gig last week in this members club in London to 12 people and we all died. It was absolutely dreadful. And I left and I was like, what a waste of a fucking evening. But you get paid and then you get paid and you're like, well, it was worth it, I suppose, for that. But Whose idea is it in the club? That's what, that's what I've And I asked the, the sound guy, I was like, what's this like? And he went, always horrific. And I was like, why do they what do it? They're like, because they put it on. They're happy to pay for it to say it's on for their members, but none of the members come anymore because it's shit. <laughs> yeah. It's never good. But who, who were you on with, though? Oh, me, Mark Dolan. Right. And Rudy Liquid. Right. Two I don't people know. you don't know. No, I don't, I don't know them. But honestly, nine times out of ten, if you're on a bill that's fire, it's the audience that's the fucking problem. Do you know what I mean? Because how do you... I never blame How them, is me. it... No I, no, I know what you're saying. You should never. It, but it wasn't but when you're watching a bill and it's fucking Andy Askins, Tom Stade and Adam Rowe or Nightingale or something and they're just dying on their ass. It's like... This God, it's like, interesting what we think play. a good bill is to other people. <laughs> 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 Joking, they're all very good. That's going to be a funny thing to say. Um, He's next door, he can hear you. Yeah, He's yeah, going to yeah, knock fine. on and be like, we're doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> we're interviewing... We've actually got Sean Walsh in. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I think... You, yeah, you just... It's like... I don't ever blame the audience, but like there was 12 people in a massive, like all, it wasn't their fault, but everything, the setup was horrific. Yeah. And it was like that, you go in and you're like, this is, there's no way to make this fun. You don't even have a mic. Like how do but we? Like that, it, was, it was almost that bad. But, um, and, and actually they were dicks. They were all, you know, they were in a members club in London. Like they were absolute arseholes and uh, not the one I go to, thank God. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> You, you go know. for the uh, the slightly far right leaning ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why not? They're not members clubs. They're more sort of like secret meetings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Hi, yeah. Matt. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Matt. I'm a neo Nazi. Uh, those kind of things. And uh, you know, it's but yeah. Sometimes it, it can be, but it's great. I love I love it. I love my job. This is such a hacky question. What's the absolute like? And, and what's the absolute worst gig you've ever had? Oh, I mean, I can't pick one. I've got so many favourites. Yeah, in yeah. four hours. <laughs> That's a feel good stop for check it out. Five pound a ticket. I'm on Matt Sardis. It's, it's great. It's really good. Uh, it was actually four days ago. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I've done loads. You know, my my my. Like, I've done so many bad ones. Oh, God, I can't even like thirteen years of bad gigs. Come on, man. Um, I've done like some real shockers. I've, I've done a couple of. I tell you, the work, one that really sticks out is when I went on tour the first time. I died the first time. I died on tour. Because that's an hour and twenty. How do you die in front of people that have Who paid came to see, see you? you? Yeah, it happens yeah. more than you'd think. On my tours, anyway. I assume it happens yeah, to yeah. everyone else. Um, <laughs> no, I've never. But also, I'm at, I'm at a level where people are going because there's something on at the venue, and they might recognise your name above someone yeah, else's name yeah, yeah. that week. Like, I, I've got like a faction of people that come and see me, but not enough to fill a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did. It was it was in Nottingham, and it sold out really. Like it sold out weeks in advance, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I died for two sec. I, I died for forty five minutes. Had a break and went out and died again. Oh. It was absolutely. <laughs> and, it, and it got to a point where in the second section, I was like, I just said to them, all, I went, why are you here? <laughs> you with them. I was like, what do you want? For, like, this is like, this is the show. This do is you, me. Do you get a lot of people that have obviously seen you on, you know, The Extra Factor or Love Island or something like that? And they've come because they just recognise you, but they've never seen you stand up. Yeah, less because so. Because I imagine that happens to Paul Sinner a lot. And then he's going on talking about pussy. <laughs> he's like, we just want you to hear what you thought about you've the Roman seen, times. You've <laughs> never seen Paul Sinner live, have you? He does no. not talk about yeah, that, not, I don't that, know. that married gay man. Yeah, that's isn't, what I was thinking. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Isn't. He's maybe, not. Maybe he's talking about how much he hates it. I don't know. Just get Paul Sinner mixed up with Dave Chappelle or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Paul Chowdhury? <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> Paul Chowdhury talks about pussy a lot. <laughs> but no, if you like, the first thing Paul Chowdhury ever asked me, he's like, what, what have you been up to this week? And I was like, oh, I've been on a date. And he went, how much pussy you get? That's the first <laughs> thing he ever said to me. That's the first question Paul Chowdhury ever asked me. How much pussy you get? Good impression. Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Low, and, low and quite angry. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're getting, you're getting much pussy. Yeah. Now, do, now do an impression of his family. <laughs> <laughs> They're from North London, mate. I can oh, do that are. easy. Don't worry about it. But yeah, Paul, Paul Sinner talking about. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Lovely to see you. How much pussy are you getting? <laughs> I don't think you want to know, Paul. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, it used to happen Back a bit. To the question. Because I'm quite rude on stage. It doesn't, like, not so much now. I think I've been around for long enough now that people, and also on those shows, like, it's slightly different when you're hosting something because you've got to be, like, family friendly. But yeah, when I go yeah. on things now, I'm quite rude and abrasive. So people yeah. sort of know what I'm about, they I think. Yeah, 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 it's not too bad now. But the first tour, yeah, there was a lot of that, of people bringing kids along. Um, I don't, <laughs> in Falmouth on tour, a woman brought her 11-year-old and her 9-year-old. And I got someone to go out and be like, look, the show's not appropriate for them. Yeah. You can have your money back, whatever and it takes. She was like, no, it's fine. They know everything. <laughs> and 12, like 12 or 15 minutes in, I was like, how, how, how's it going with the kids? And she went, I should have taken the offer. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, when Is it, the offer she was referring to was anal. Yeah, <laughs> that. yeah I, did, <laughs> that offer. I did offer the kids yeah, anal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when she realized it wasn't the show oh, for them. <laughs> But like, that, so that happened a little bit at the start, but not so much now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done enough, like, enough other stuff that people go, oh, right, okay, we've vaguely got an idea of what. But even then, like people come, and see, like, people come up to me at comedy clubs at the moment and they're like, I thought you were rubbed on Dancing on Ice. And then I'm up there like, fucking wanking off air I mean, dick. we saw you on Dancing on Ice. For a uh, week, it was easy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have to watch for long, did you? Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. You <laughs> paid the same however long you last. It doesn't matter. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I'd, have, I'd go on and be intentionally bad. <laughs> You'd sell Yeah, that's what I did. Tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How... Is it, if you only went, you went on, you went on to cover someone, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, so someone got COVID. So yeah. I was the, I was the cover. So I was, I had, they had to pay me double, and I only had to skate one extra day. That's brilliant. <laughs> so did, were you, were you like kind of held on the sidelines in a way? There, so you do so all, you, the, you do all the training. That's what I was. Asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, when I, then they've asked me to do it for years, and then this year I was like, the last when, when I did it, I was like, yeah, I've not worked for a year. I absolutely will do it. And um, and they went, oh, you, can you be the standing? I was like, so I get to. I get to be paid and I don't have to go on the show. That works for me. <laughs> yeah. And also it was at a point where the no it was that November lockdown. So there was nothing else to do. And I was out every day ice skating. It was lovely. It was, it was really nice. And they went, oh, you got to go <laughs> on telly. Sounds like Christmas market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was gorgeous. Oh, I'm brilliant at ice skating. Like I'm not good at dancing on ice, but um, <laughs> fundamentally that was proven. But I can ice skate really well now. Was this prior to that? No, no, no. I learned. I was terrible that? when I. But I can. I can't wait. Christmas now. Last Christmas. I mean, I was that dickhead going, going backwards. With the penguin to, and that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but going to like going to an outdoor ice rink at the National National History Natural History Museum, and I was the guy who took his own skates. Oh, like, I was oh, that. Yeah. You, you know that guy that brings his own skates to the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy now. Okay, it's so satisfying. Oh my Last god. <laughs> when I skating was a couple of years ago, and uh, I, like when I was a kid, I did a lot of like rollerblading. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just was like, yeah, I'll be sick at this. Not anticipating, <laughs> you know, the changes in weight and uh, athletic ability. Not that I ever had much, but yeah. And also, I think um, as you get older, like I used to when I was a kid, I used to go ice skating. You don't care about dying, exactly. Whereas yeah. ice skating is it's really dangerous. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it turns out um, going around with knives on your feet. And when and <laughs> so I'd not ice skated for years, and then I went, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I've only just realised that's what it is. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Dance like like I remember the year I did it like there was one of those professionals she ended up having an operation because she had a massive chunk taken out of her leg like it's a really dangerous sport oh my God. Uh, but 
I, I was like, when they were like, can you do it? I was like, yeah, fuck, I used to go when I was like 14. I used to bomb around, great. Yeah, yeah. And then the first I got on the ice, I was like, oh, but I'm going to die one day. <laughs> That's the first thing that comes to you. It's like, fucking hell. It's those first And you're terrible on. at it. I was awful yeah. when I started, but you know, you do it for six months every day, you get all right. Yeah. Um, and then they went, oh, you got to go on telly. And I went, oh, that's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really want to, I was sort of hoping I'd gotten away with not embarrassing myself. And then, and I was sort of hoping they'd use me again the year afterwards because that was sort of the chat. Yeah, then you get they were more like, money. Yeah. And I, well, I'd get like, paid twice and I'd have been good, so I'd have done all right on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it doesn't really sell any tour tickets being on Dancing on Ice for a week. No. Unfortunately. You, you were going back to before what you were saying about how you sometimes you, you know, you find misery with everything. Do you, do you like doing TV stuff? Or? Yeah, I really like it. Like, it's the thing is, it's nice because. Um, the pay's much better than stand-up and <laughs> the money's good. And, um, and also it's working with loads of people. So that's not something you do in comedy. You don't, no, like, no. there's no team yeah. collaborations. So when it goes well, it's this really nice team thing. And when it goes badly, you're like, oh, well, we all tried to make it good and it didn't work. Well, and it, but when you do stand-up and it goes badly, it's, it's you. just you. So yeah. I like that about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I will say the um, money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Oh. I find that refreshing. It's annoying when people don't. I do. You look. Or I, like I skate around it. I've been on loads of terrible stuff. You're not doing top gears, extra gear for anything but the money, are you? Well, <laughs> like, I, I like. I don't mind cars and stuff, but it's one of those where you go, oh, they want to pay me fifteen hundred quid to go and talk about cars for an hour. Yeah, fine, great. <laughs> but like, there's loads of things I've done. Like, I did a show in 2014 called Viral Tap, which is one of the worst things ever ever sort of, you know, uh, recorded. Viral videos, viral videos, is it? Viral videos, yeah, it was I awful. Dreadful, episode, yeah. absolutely dreadful. And um, <laughs> one of the, like, like I said, one of the worst things committed to celluloid. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> awful and it was a horrible experience to make was it just you anyone else on it were you no it was like me the... Carly Smallman the comedian we had a guest every week and then Caroline Flack hosted it and it was it was abysmal and it was a horrible experience but like it was at a point where like the money was like I needed the money yeah. I worked on Big Brother's bit on the side for years doing stand up twice a week about what had been going on in the house I did it for three series and I hated every moment of it is that not tricky Sometimes yeah, was, they just sit around and do fuck all. Yeah, but also what's even trickier is when they do stuff, you send in your jokes for the day, you write five get... minutes, and then they come back and you've got oh, a minute and you've got yeah. to rewrite a load of stuff. Like, uh, and, Did they have you doing five minutes? Because I remember watching like Russell Kane on I'm a Celebrity. That's stuff basically like that. what they were going for, that thing. Um, well, that was, was only for a minute or two. Yeah, but it was a bit longer. We, I mean, we did about two or three minutes in the end because I was just like, they were turning to, like legal and stuff were turning too much away. Yeah. And I hated every waking moment of that job. But at the time, nothing else was going on in my career. Like I wasn't on any other telly. Like I sort of, it was a bit like when you're not like massive, like a Romesh or something, you go through periods where like you're on loads of stuff for all of a sudden and then you're not on anything for a while and right. it's sort of up and down like that. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so do you go through that excitement of, oh shit, yeah, I'm You, you going, kind of have yeah. a boost and then you plateau and then you, and then you might go down a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but even like I've had points where like my, my profile's been on the down and then you do something else and it goes up again. Like yeah. it's very up and down. It's not just like a linear upwards trajectory for everyone. Um, so you're just like, fuck. And I remember saying to my agent at the time, I don't really want to do this. And she literally said, she went, you've not really got a choice. She went, you, this is all that's happening for you. Like there's no, no one else is interested. So go and do it and try and do a good job and maybe you'll get some other work. Um, and I did it for a while and I fucking hated it. The audience that watched Big Brother hated me. Every, no one enjoyed. I'm, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, like they called me on the, on the Big Brother forums, they were calling me the Oxbridge cunt. Um, <laughs> and I regret looking. 
but they yeah, t-shirts made yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I know>. yeah <laughs> um, you've got to, you've got to say things like that with your chest haven't you you've got to handle it well but, um, i'm coming in in a pepe the frog top next week like you've got to, the abuse you've just got to you've, you've got, got to really you've got to wear it haven't you but, but like you know, it was just this sort of unanimous thing like the producers quite like me and we're all kind of matey so like i'll keep doing it if you want to do it and as soon as i got something else i was like oh, thank god for that i don't have yeah, to do that anymore but um that happens you just got like like it's a job like I'm at a level where I'm not at a level where I can pick and choose everything. I do a lot of stuff that I'm like, I'll do my best, but it's not the dream. Yeah. I don't, look, I didn't sit when I was younger being like, I want to be a comedian so I can host the British Council of Shopping Centre Awards. <laughs> but I've fucking done it. And I did a good fucking job as well. <laughs> as far as British Council Shopping Awards go, you it nailed was, it. I mean, it, it wasn't the main ones. I did the, the, I did the awards for the commercialization of non-retail space, but you know. <laughs> But it even fucking happen. Mate, it was a big, it was a big do, um, and, and you know, like all those kind of things. I just think I want to be good at my job, but I, you know, I do do things where I go. In an ideal world, I wouldn't have to do. That. Yeah, yeah. But you do it, like it, you know. Not everyone gets to be that big comedian that kind of picks and chooses their gigs. You've just got to go. Yeah, that's been offered to me. Seems pretty good. I'll do it. When it boils down to it, are you still? Is it still all about the stand up though? Yeah, I love stand up, yeah. and and but um, but I do like even if I'm doing something like. I do really enjoy a lot of other aspects of it that like, yeah. so I've done, you know, I love doing, I, I, you know, I love doing Dancing on Ice. Coach Trick had its moments of enjoyment. And, um, but I've done loads of things where I've gone, oh yeah, I need to do that. And then found something fun about it. Yeah. It's like, all of this is fun. Like it's not a real job and it's a laugh and um, it's not for everyone necessarily, but yeah, I love stand up. But I've had periods where I've not done stand up for a while and stuff as well, yeah. which has been nice because stand up is life consuming, especially yeah. when you're young. Like, yeah. you know, you how old were you when you started? Uh, <laughs> he pointed at me at first and then adjusted it. <laughs> Even then, even like you've got a missus, right? Yeah, yeah. And everything, yeah. like, and all yeah, of a sudden, still a full time job, and that. Yeah, as well. but if you yeah. can, if you can go, oh, if you can do something within the industry, like when I did a radio, I was on the radio for a few years doing Drive, and I didn't really gig, and I had a life again. It was yeah. fucking amazing. Like when I was like, you know, twenty six, twenty seven, finishing at seven p.m. in Soho, five yeah. days a week was brilliant. Like, I had a great time. I don't have any of the money left from that job. But, um, it, you know, it's, it's nice to have that break. So if other things give you that opportunity, I'm like, yeah, if you don't want to be Go gigging five it. nights a week, it's fine. Like, yeah. you know, you don't, don't feel like you're cheating on stand-up, as comedians have said to me before. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Well, then what, what pulls you back? Do you start getting the itch of, like, I've got to get this tour ready? Or do you start feeling yourself slack at it? I, I love the clubs. I love, like, it's the more best, so than it? touring. Yeah. I find touring quite stressful because the ticket sales and all that. Whereas getting to like sort of the pinnacle of doing like the glees and those sort of clubs that you, there's going to be an audience and you, and you, you they're booking you cause you're good. You're going to smash the gigs and it's great fun yeah, and it's not rooms. hard work. And I think that's what I love. And also I go through periods of like, I love doing stand up, but like I've not done much telly recently. So like, it's nice to do stand up because like I've got expensive taste now. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I don't, I only turn left on planes. So I've got to do some fucking gigs, uh, you know, uh, like, <laughs> Ultimately, you know, um, I've also got, still got a COVID tax bill I'm paying off. Um, but, you know, would I go to Stockport for 150 quid? Not normally, unless I had a double him. Uh, but I'm fucking here, aren't I? Uh, but, um, you this know, is Runcon. Yeah, I know we're in Runcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a terrible tour date here, actually. Gary Barlow's mum was in the audience. And um, I saw her afterwards and I was like, oh, what did you think about the gig? And she went, you've a style all your own. And I was like, that's not a good thing, <laughs> oh. is it? That's yeah, never good. Yeah. Um, but any, <laughs> style all your own. What a sentence. Bad. Yeah. That means bad. Because um, this, I, I was working. This one, I was an extra factor, and I was working with Gary, and he went. He was like, "Oh, oh, my mum. She goes to all all the comedians I'm friends with gigs." And I was like, "Like who?" And she's like, "Oh, Peter Kay, John Bishop." I'm like, "Yeah." She wasn't expected to be in an audience of forty five at the Brindley in Runcorn. <laughs> oh my <like>. god. <laughs> she was expecting the MEN Arena. Yeah. 
Yes, I think I probably wasn't for her if she goes and sees them. But um, yeah, I love I love stand up. It's like I and at the moment, especially since lockdown, I've enjoyed it more than I've enjoyed yeah. it for years. Like, I think it's great, and audiences seem to be well up for it again. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if that's if they're there, fucking ticket sales have been impossible to shift at the minute. With really everything. Yeah, I've just seen it a lot with other promoters saying the same sort of thing because the cost of living's gone up, and then there's bank holidays after bank holidays at the minute. And yeah, the bank holidays are a nightmare. Yeah. Like, and, uh, it's weird, isn't it? You wouldn't think like you'd think people be out more, but it's like fatigue, really, isn't it? Oh yeah, they, they've had like th three bank holidays recently. Like they're absolutely fucked and they're, they're, they're skint. But also, I think comedy is all right when if the cost of living is, is I mean, it's really bad. But in recessions, it's normally all right because you need a cheer. People up. need a laugh. A fiver yeah. is a like is a cheap night out, right? Yeah. To get sure. a ticket for something for a fiver, and there's loads of comedy nights that are a fiver. Like you know, at your yeah. comedy night, fiver a ticket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like that, you can't go wrong for yeah, a fiver. Yeah to get a night's entertainment. So and I then think, sometimes they're there and it's like, you're trying to get a reaction out of them and it's like pulling teeth and you're like, what did you want for yeah. five pounds? Yeah. You had your money's worth when I walked on. <laughs> My God, it's a fiver for five fucking comedians. Fucking great. Like that. One of them's been on Fear Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Never done Fear Factor. That was, but you know, no, ex, fake extra reaction. Fake, 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 fake reaction. Fake reaction. Fake reaction. Uh, Thing. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. You know. See, you, I mean, it's your stature. There's, you, there's you hope do look for me, alike. yeah. <laughs> I had someone at a gig in Alexander's in, Ch in Chester like a couple months back. Someone come up to me afterwards and say, like, thanks for the laugh. I really needed that. And I've never processed it like that before. Do you know that, like, some audience members? Yeah. Proper. Yeah. The problem is, is... You get to a point in comedy where it's not for the like. I don't go out going, "I'm doing this because I want to. I want them to feel good. I want them to laugh to make me feel good." It's and because it's the like job, that, isn't it? And, but, but yeah, it is always like that. Comedians, that's how we think. It's not for them. It's. it's I'm very much doing yeah. this for myself. It's a selfish pursuit, definitely. But, but I had a woman who came up and she went. I've had after we did. It was a really good gig at um, the boat show in London, and like, I was comparing, and it was a great night. Everyone had a great gig, and this woman came up and she went, "I've had the shittest week." And this was just what I needed. And like you, I go, yeah. oh yeah, this is a really great thing to come to actually. <laughs> yeah. But you forget about that because you're just like, oh, it's not just about well, me. You know, I'm, well, they put me in the middle and that's actually 25 pounds less. <laughs> <laughs> but you boil it down, you're like, and yeah, also, they've had a babysitter come in, like they needed this. And it's quite nice when you think about it like that. Like you yeah. say, you process it, you go, oh yeah, that is a really nice thing to think Just takes you out of your own bullshit for a second. Yeah, done it. man. Yeah. And I think going, oh, well, I'm not getting booked for that and that. And you're like, but the people are here and they want a nice time. Yeah, and they've enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah and also, like, like we're looking at it from the perspective of someone that watches comedy five times a week. Like you, right, if you had true. a night yeah, off, yeah, yeah. the last thing you would do would go, be go to the comedy store. Yeah. Just oh, sit and watch with Definitely your girlfriend. Definitely not there, they don't book me. But, you know, <laughs> that's my but, one club. Uh, just any of them though. You wouldn't just, no, the last not. thing you could think of could, doing would be going and sitting and watching your mate. I'd rather suck off my dad. Like, <laughs> I'd rather watch that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good looking man, Jeff Richardson. I think you would. Um, but it's one of those weird things in it where I think, <laughs> I have friends that come sometimes. Like I had a mate who came, he'd never been to comedy before. He's and he's like he's like he's like fifty, right? This guy I know, he's fifty. And I was doing a gig in Blackpool and he lives there. And I was like, oh come along. And he was like, this is the best thing I've ever been to, a comedy club. And I was like, mm, this one. <laughs> Really? <laughs> they've not they've not changed the fucking toilet hand dryer since 1934. Yeah. Like, what but, also, but also, I was like, there was a stag doing of 25 guys that we spent most of the night dealing with. And he's like, yeah, but it was just exciting. And I was like, yeah, uh, it is brilliant, yeah. actually. So I feel bad. I'm always like, fucking yeah. stand up. Some people love that though, don't they? They love the battle between the comedian and the- but Also, I think members. people love thinking I'm watching something that isn't scripted. Yeah. 
So like, I used to go and watch Ross Noble loads when I was younger because I was like, oh my God, he makes it all up. Actually, he doesn't, but he makes it feel like that. And that yeah. is just like nothing else to watch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Giving them something you think this is special for tonight. And also, that's what he's whatever you're used to, isn't it? Like, I remember, like we were talking about shit about it before, but the first day in McVitie's, I was like, Holy shit, it's a conveyor belt of cookies. <laughs> That's how they make them. But I bet if you've been there 30 years, you're like, fucking hell. I'm yeah. just staring at the same cookies. Honeymoon going around period. Like yeah. Everything. yeah. Like, but I've, I've, I've interviewed like rock stars, right? And I've been like, must be amazing, like walking out to an arena. And they're like, <laughs> like <laughs> everything becomes bullshit. I actually can't see them. Flights are too bright. Still everything around. becomes, like after a while, everything becomes tedious, doesn't yeah. it? Like, you know, like you, um, what, what, what's that, you know, if you see someone good looking in the street, like the best looking person you've ever seen, someone somewhere is sick of their bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, and every good so looking true. person is someone that's tired of having sex with them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. Like, like, no matter what, there's someone who's like, oh, fucking Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's an Adonis, but there's someone out there who's like David Gandhi. <laughs> Rubbish. Can't bear being around him. Or, you know, like, yeah, and that's the same with stand up. Like, the sheen comes off because we just do it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, people go and watch Kevin Hart and they can't believe Kevin Hart's in front of them, but his wife is so tired of yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart's tour manager is like, this show is bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard it 900 times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said about interviewing rock stars and stuff. Have you ever interviewed anyone who's like, your heads fell off because you're yeah. a proper starstruck? Yeah, Blink 182. Oh mate, I, I'm a, I was a massive Blink fan. I'm a big, I'm big into that, like yeah. Blink, uh, like Green Day and all that. Yeah, and I've interviewed loads fan. of those bands. The worst one though, uh, the mics won't pick that up. So see, <laughs> yeah, well, edit we some... just look ridiculous now. <laughs> is this a fire? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, um, that'd be really inconvenient. Is there is there a fire? Yeah, it's yeah. happening in this room, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he mentioned Blink One Eighty Two, just <laughs> that's why that woman came in. She could smell smoke. Uh, but we're just this is fucking great. Um, but basically, um, I interviewed them, but then I got really disappointed. I had the guy, the, the lead singer of Sum 41 come on my radio show and he was fresh out of rehab. So oh, because he, he got fucked up. Yeah, he nearly bit, died, he? right? Yeah, he nearly yeah, died. And he was a nice just... dude, but he was like kind of quite, quiet and stuff. But they had to keep his, his mum came with him to the UK because like basically to keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And I oh. loved his band, right? When I was younger. And then he came in and his mum was there and she was, she was taking loads of photos of the, she was like, Derek, can you get in with Matt? And like, and he's going, he's going, mum, can you just leave it for a second? And I was like, oh, mate, I used to think you were cool. <laughs> but his She's mum, there like on his face. <laughs> no joke. She's like, stand in front of the logo. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> Like, not for his social. No wonder Avril Lavigne left for, for memories. I was like, my come God. on, mum. I was like, that's what my mum's like. That's why so I don't what, take if it. If it was for promotion, you'd accept it. Yeah, yeah, if, memories, it like, yeah, yeah if it was like a tour manager going, we need to get one of these for the Twitter or whatever. But she was going, come on. And she wouldn't leave him alone. I was like, oh, I sort of taken, oh, that's ruined that. That's <laughs> ruined. Enough. That's ruined being a rock star, isn't it? <laughs> Do you get to a point though? Like, because I, I mean, I've not gigged with anyone massive, if you like. Like, I've, uh, I've met a couple Ouch. of people. <laughs> But that gig, once again, that was a gig to 20 people, wasn't it? We yeah, did together yeah. in Leicestershire. Yeah, it was a really nice gig. Actually. It was lovely. They were really, they were really nice, lovely. Yeah. But, but still, I still got there and went, I'm in a fucking gazebo in the back garden of a pub in Leicestershire. Yeah, yeah. What, what is going on? Like, Yeah, and you had to walk through the pub to get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've not gigged with anyone like, you know, truly massive. But like, you know, I met I met you and stuff. And that was, obviously, I recognised you from telly. And that was like, oh, fucking hell, yeah, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Uh, went home and told my girlfriend. She knew who you were. Very uh, nice. Is that, she, <laughs> in fact, I say she knew who you were. She said, is that the guy that fell on Dancer and Ice? And I was like, that's the yeah. one. Uh, Twice. 
twice. Twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on one appearance. I saw. No. I saw the like because I I did find that kind of uh, funny. No offense. That no, you, you did like the routine and 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 nailed it. In my opinion, you know. And then thank you. that's very kind. Thank you. I'm waiting you, for the insult. And then you came back to do just like the a final. little tiny little seconds. snippet, and that's when you hit the deck. You know what though? It's really funny. Um, someone so. Rebecca Vardy. This is what a weird world, right? So Rebecca Vardy um, and I were chatting before the final and um, and she was like, the best thing you could do as a comedian is stack it. And yeah. I was like, Abs- I don't know, that's, I'm not, she was like, you should do it on purpose. I was like, no, definitely not happening. And then I skated over my partner's dress and fell and she went, took my advice then. I was like, no, it was genuinely an accident. She's like, yeah. And she was like, that's all anyone would. Cause it was funny. As a comic, you can get away with being yeah, a dude. Yeah. Like, if I was like a serious actor, that'd be a disaster. Oh, you I think Tom Hardy falling. Right. I mean, first of all, why is he on Dance So Nice? You love it. Chris Hemsworth done uh, Strictly in Australia. Fuck off, really, yeah. Yeah, when he was on pre, when he was on Neighbours. Pre-Thor. Yeah, yeah pre-Thor. Yeah, yeah. There's still hope for me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna just Thor. call Marvel. <laughs> but, um, Your best uh, hope is like an animated Incredibles. <laughs> like, <laughs> just voicing one of the characters, voicing Frozo and all Mate, I'm not, I don't, don't laugh. I'm doing an audition tomorrow to be a, an, uh, an animated St. Bernard on a YouTube <laughs> on a YouTube show. But, you know, um, basically, yeah, like- um, did smash the record. It was one of those, like, people laughed at it and you're like, as a comedian, yeah. that's sort of all right. Yeah, you can yeah, fuck yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. as a comic it's not a problem smash the recovery reminded me of like have you ever seen that old fucking sorry like- to interrupt do we want to do anything about I, I can't imagine we can stop that but if the mics are picking that up it's ruining the whole show innit? yeah that's a fair point like or, no one's it, listening is it worth taking a break yeah because yeah, like- I, I just What's up, guys? Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. Listen, if you are watching on YouTube, please do us a favor, drop the video a like, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. It really does help more than you think. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or anywhere that you get your podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. If you think we're worth less than that, just don't rate it. Don't be a nib-end. Don't be a Karen. (laughs) Do one. <laughs> and if you won't mind, give us a follow on social media as well. It's at Spread Negativity Pod on absolutely everything except for Twitter, where it's at S Negativity Pod because Twitter is a gobshite and we didn't realize that as a character limit until we decided on the name. So fuck you, Twitter. Let's get back to the episode. I just feel like the magic's gone. Yeah, it does. It's annoying, isn't it? No, we were we were in a right little good flow there, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, we were. We really bonded, and then that fucking guy he didn't even die. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you're wondering what the fuck happened, that alarm that went off that we reacted to before, a uh, bit of a weird one. Someone nearly died in an explosion. Um, uh, but genuinely true. Yeah. It sounds like an excuse, doesn't it? But if you're, if you're going to be at the show tonight in Stockport, it won't be the first bomb of the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this bit, no. Sitting outside for an hour made you nasty. Yeah. It's I'm cold. cold. I'm fuming. <laughs> I'm fuming. I know. You can't say it about anyone else because they're not here. Yeah, no, very good it's point. It's cunty if you say it behind the back. Yeah, no, it's, very, it means it's a very good point. Oh, uh, fucking hell. What anyway, are we talking yeah, about? So oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What TV show have you been on? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was on, um, I was on ITV's The Chase. Really? Yeah, How did you do? I've also done the chase. <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted before when he mentioned the TV show. Yeah. Uh, because he's going to be annoyed that you've brought it up again because he doesn't come across well. Would you not come <laughs> across well on the chase? I, I get loads of shit about it because I took the lower offer. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> I'm on a podcast with a low offer chaser. <laughs> Let me defend myself, all right? I took a 64 grand and I fucking got it, you dickhead. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking low hell. offer. 
Yeah. You, You're fucking Oxford educated. Wait, hang on. Sorry, I've misunderstood. Shit, the low offer or a minus offer? It wasn't minus. It was Thank the low offer. That. That's that's where I justify no, myself. Look, a low offer isn't the end of the world. Yeah. A minus offer, you should absolutely die in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I got four. That's why I that got... guy got in a car in the explosion. I got four in the cash bill. They're four grand in the cash bill. Okay. So, so not much. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you know, I think you need to go on, yeah. Yeah. So I got, I, I, I got, I got four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got four in the cash builder. There was two people already back, so I just did, that, and I was offered a grand on the lower. So I thought, if I get back, there's three of us. It's a grand less each, but we've got more chance if there's more. Yeah, I think look, the logic of it is, is I um, when I did it with um, you know, uh, who was I on with? Mary from Corrie and Jimmy Osmond. Um, <laughs> even a celebrity one, just man. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just, we all needed the cash. What coincidence? Madness. Um, <laughs> I I went first and took the high and got it, and then everyone afterwards went, "Oh, I'm I'm going to do the same," and they shouldn't have done. So, <laughs> Jimmy Osmond, Ray's Mormon, fucking idiot, doesn't know anything. Kirsty Walk hosts Newsnight, very intelligent, but still. So it was only me and Mary from Corrie. Just two uh, people back. Just two people, and the thing with the, and like there were certain questions. We're like, we we were one. If we'd have had one extra answer, we'd have got the cash for the charity. And some of the questions we didn't know, but you're like, Kirsty would have definitely known that because it was about politics or something. And you're like, yeah. they should have taken the either, either the lower or the lowest offer and we'd have all got money for a charity. But instead, you know, my autistic charity for kids, fucking nothing. I, I've just, I'm judging you now. Yeah, although, you did, although you did charity work, I'm judging you now because <laughs> I'm like- I fucking pay. Because you, 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 yeah, <laughs> you shouted at me. You shouted at me for picking the lower offer. Did right? you win? But no, did I fuck? Nearly, <laughs> nearly did. Nearly we we did get close, but I I needed that money, so that's why I took the lower offer. I wanted to increase my chances of yeah, winning. That's fair you weren't getting it at the end, so you were like, "Yeah, I'll take the big offer." Yeah, why you not? Were just showing off on telly. But I mean, I took the big offer because I got a nine grand cash builder. Like oh, it was clear that I should <laughs> take the big offer. I was very good at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was very good at it. <laughs> Liam Liam doesn't even want to do stand up. He's just waiting to gig with Paul Sinner again. So he's no, he wasn't. Who did you go? Against. I had the um, the vixen who was brand new at the time, so yeah. she hadn't even been on telly. And you I, still I, took the low offer. You didn't even yeah. know if she was good or not. I, I, well, I, well, I, I did because I'd watched her go twice, and I, she was good. She's very good. Yeah. We run a pub quiz together monthly. Oh, do you? Yeah, uh, yeah. We do host a pub quiz together at the Groucho Club, which is a, a members club in London. Oh, <laughs> Don't be a cunt, but yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll aim to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Um, I had to sign an NDA not to. Um, Leak the vixen, bar, yeah, because she hadn't been released yet. But obviously, I just told anyone who was. Well, but also, I think my allegedly, thing is, allegedly, is, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it's just a story on a podcast. You can't admit to something that you None of this did. Is true. And say allegedly. None of this is true. There's not even been an explosion. There's not. Yeah. There's not. What's Matt the chase? just said something racist, so we had to cut something out. That's all we could think of. Like, what do you? That we, isn't fair. <laughs> I said that outside in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, it was one of the good ones. <laughs> Hell, mate. <laughs> it was very exciting being outside for like 20 minutes when yeah. there was like three ambulances, five yeah, police yeah, cars, yeah. two fire. There was a helicopter. It did feel like a scene from Corrie, didn't it? It felt like, it felt it, like a tram had gone through a fucking road. It felt again. like Christmas at Corrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big story. It's been building since fucking June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it got to like, I don't know. Ken's going to die. <laughs> it got to the 75 minute point and we were like, this is a bit tedious and we've got somewhere we need today. Yeah. <laughs> did the helicopter even land? Yeah, it did. Did it? And yeah. then just fucked off. Yeah, it just went, oh, away. they don't need me. Yeah. I think because it was because they said it was an explosion, it they had to bring in all the cavalry. Yeah. 
I mean, they wrapped a guy in tinfoil. They did wrap a guy in tinfoil. And bog roll. He's already been roasted. You don't need to do it again. Oh. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mate. We're talking about an actual human being here, Aaron. Show some respect, please. It's just happened. <laughs> I was going to say something then. <laughs> say it. No, I'm not say it. saying it. I'm not getting cancelled on this fucking podcast. <laughs> barely started fucking Top Gear's extra gear. Why aren't you knocking? <laughs> So glad to you've come on. I'm talking a big talk, like I wasn't messaging you like, hi Matt, are you still free? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to end. look powerful, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to look confident. Like, you know, you know, from last week, you know how shit an episode is without a guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're near the end now, he's yeah, like, yeah, I, fucking, yeah. I can burn bridges. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still got a headline tonight, mate. Yeah, yeah but that's- You still uh, got to keep him sweet. Yeah, but if I, if I go on and be like, oh yeah, Matt Richardson's a cunt and he didn't want to do the gig, everyone goes, oh, Matt Richardson's a cunt. They don't go, oh, I haven't mean, is the problem like you can you've got a yeah. lot of power when you run a gig and are the compare but like, i've done a gig before where an act's not shown up because they've forgotten the date and i've just gone they forgot they were meant to be here that's how little they care about you <laughs> <laughs> reputational damage yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know there's 35 people in hereford who will never look at marlon davis the same oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck it out if, it, if they're good. from hereford i'm surprised they looked at him with glee anyway <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, I did that once where like, I've done a gig and like, I've been comparing, they've gone, oh, the headline is not showing up, can you do a set as well? And you're like, yeah, fine. And then the promoter's gone, there's another 50 quid for you. And you're like, no, fuck off, I want their money as well. Yeah, yeah, because I'm here mate. already. Yeah, yeah no, that's you. not fair. Oh, my Ask God. Ask you another question about TV, though. This yeah, is of course. from my experience on the chase. 85 inch on so. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I'm just jealous. What, for the teaser? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went on, when I went on, they told me to bring a bunch of different like uh, colored t-shirts or something for the set. You know, yeah. they said I had to like look right, and I did. And they instantly told me they weren't good enough. None of them were because I just bought a bunch of colored tops from Primark because yeah, I needed the money. They they took me to like <laughs> they took me to their wardrobe and they picked out a polo shirt for me, and then they 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 stuck sanitary towels on the armpits as if they took one look at me and thought. He's going to sweat. Yeah. Now, is this standard practice? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell you differently, but I've never had the sanitary towels. I've been telling everyone it's a TV that, secret. Hey, they all have sanitary pads in their arms. I know Joe Swash does. He always has sanitary pads because he's sweaty. Yeah. But yeah, they obviously look at you and going, he's going to be a sweaty cunt, isn't he? Yeah, they saw me walk up the stairs to the wardrobe and were like, and then they the saw you struggle. Well, they saw you in the run through struggling to answer a question in your four grand cash builder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they only start doing it after you perform terribly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no, but it, some people do do it. Yeah, like it is a yeah. thing. But um, normally, there's they've got previous. <laughs> oh, if it was they your first appearance, a, they just went better to be safe. I think it was. An what color was the t shirt? That might be like a reason. A lilac. Yeah, that's why that'll show up. Thanks that's, for, yeah, thanks yeah, yeah. Stop like making him feel better. No. Yeah, thanks, mate. I appreciate oh, that. Like God. a pastely lilac colour. Yeah, it was. Yeah, then yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. nightmare for sweat patches. So then it just, it's just yeah. easier to do. You're so annoying. I could have ribbed him for that for the next year. I always remember, like, Reg D. Hunter years ago, he's a very good comic. He's, when I first saw him at Live at the Apollo, I couldn't tell you what he said, but I just remember he had terrible sweat patches. <laughs> and, it's and, that's a, and it sort of yeah. ruins the show. I wore a great top on stage once and never again. It was when I was dead new as well. I don't really sweat now, obviously. Fucking London, no gig the other day. That was, that was an insanely hot room. But I don't really sweat now, but it was when, you, when you're dead new and you get the cold sweats, you're yeah. feeling horrible. And I wore a grey top and I was just, I did the whole gig like I was robotic. Like, So anyway. Uh, uh, that's why I took the lower offer, just to distract from the sweat. From your period from pads that. under your yeah. arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, right. So I don't have a clue how long the episode's been so far because we had the big fucking, I mean, got, we just got to spend more time. In your yeah, company. it's lovely. Actually, it's been a, I've, had a lov I've had a lovely day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually called in a bomb threat, and that's uh, just because I wanted to hang out with you more. Oh, that's that's you very are. sweet. Uh, so we have a few. If you're new to the podcast and you're on it, be, you've come to watch it because you know Matt's on it. First of all, uh, welcome, and yes, he did fall as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does it on every show? Yeah, um, I do. It's my, it's my thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, you a- laugh, I'm going to get a fucking uh, uh, one of those stair lift uh, adverts. You know, the man who falls. <laughs> <laughs> you may remember me from falling over on Dancing on Ice, but I no longer fall in my own home. <laughs> <laughs> and that's due to Stannis Stairlifts. Yeah. <laughs> Buy yours now. 30% off with discount code Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway. What's going to be funny though is you know that like podcasts are new. There will be a point where people like have a word and like the big podcasts Who? have a have a word podcast. They like the, oh, one of the biggest podcasts in the country. Never heard. Um, of them. They're going to be doing. You know, at the moment <laughs> it's like it's like it's like now TV and all that. It's going to be like hi, we're the have a word guys, and we have a bath with a door in it when they're in their seventies. <laughs> as the audience ages with them. <laughs> I'm Dan Nightingale from Have a Word, and I love my bath with a door in it. It makes life so much easier. I mean, I, what do you think, Adam? Now. Where am I? <laughs> he'd have one of them now, I think. Well, he's quite, yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's playing young with a cap. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I say, if you're new to the podcast, you've come because Matt's on it. It's called Spread Negativity because, yeah, the camera's on me, mate. Um, <laughs> no, I've, had, I've had a couple of co-hosts I'm, like you. I, I, <laughs> Name one. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> Don't do it. I've had trap. few enough you can work it out. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, uh, we do a section at the end called Off Your Chest where we invite the guests to get something off the chest. The, the point of the podcast is everyone wants to spread love and positivity. We're trying to find the negative in the world and we're trying to have a laugh about it. So the point is today, yeah. Matt's the guest. He's going to get something off his chest. Do you have anything? Yeah, children. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so what? much for watching, guys. We'll see you next time, kids. That's what. I need why? To... Why are your kids on your chest? You weird. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a TV presenter. Like, yeah, so. he's, uh, he, uh, you've been on the BBC. It's uh, the rules. Um, no, I, my problem is, is I'm at that age now where you're, you're a bit too young for this. You're the same age as me, so yeah. you'll have this. I've got friends who are having, like, they've had kids over the last few years, and I'm expected to be fine with them coming to everything. Yeah. yeah. Like we go to the pub now and the kids come. Oh. And I'm like, how am I meant to go and do a line with you in the disabled toilet <laughs> when you're changing a fucking nappy in there? It's a good point. Yeah. I didn't know what that's, that's what those I big tables were, were for. the kids then. How am I supposed to do a line <laughs> yeah. with the kids? <laughs> They're chatty enough, mate. They don't need any of the fucking good. They don't need any of that. Look at me. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> it sounds like your career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. I mean, not, when I, not when I'm on this. Don't I'm worry. I won't be asking you. fucking nothing as well. <laughs> if this how you I'm trying to match your energy. I think that's what it is. Also, if You've been have... coming for the throat since you got on. No, I haven't. I, used, I only did it because you did it. <laughs> you said no, I haven't. Then. So the, the inflection. <laughs> Look, this might work with Phil Ellis, but you know, I've done some good things. <laughs> I'm not still banging on about one pilot I did nine years ago. <laughs> yeah, but she was lovely. Leanne! <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, it's Phil Ellis. <laughs> anyway, kids, kids, kids are just. I just the rails this I month, hate. I, I hate it. I hate, like my friends are having kids. I don't know if I want them ever. Have so, you ever? So, sorry to, to interrupt. I just know my approach is that I like the idea of it in the future, and I always have. Like, I, 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 I would love to be a dad in theory, but as I'm getting older and the reality, even of have that, the clothes. What? 
Fuck up. Do, yeah, I've been dressing like a dad for the last 15 yeah. years. But like, as and the I, jokes. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I mean, I, I think he's the dad joke. Yeah, it's been a lot of that tonight, <laughs> hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I feel like, you know what I feel like? I'm your boyfriend you've brought round to meet your dad and he just won't leave me, like, won't stop ribbing me. Like, oh, yeah. play football, Who do you? Who'd you play for? The Philadelphia team, you skinny twat. Like, like that's how I feel. I've been attacked. It's he's like ne- live. He's never been good enough for you. <laughs> it's like live Twitter. This podcast. It's horrible. Um, just, just having to be around kids when I haven't had them, and yeah. my friends like we, we're meant to hang out together. I don't need your fucking kids around. Also, I haven't had a CRB check either. <laughs> isn't that's it worrying. Isn't it, isn't it weird? Like you know, you could be a nonce and you just have your own. That's, I never thought about it. Like that's that. that's really dangerous. I'm scared now. Yeah, you should be scared. What are you going to fuck kids? kids? <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, if you are a dunce, though, you've got to wait a while, haven't you? You have yeah. your own. Because like, I don't prob- think you want the problem them when is, is, a day you, old. The like. problem is, is you're like, you need to have sex to have kids, and the people you want to have sex with can't have kids. <laughs> yeah. And also, when they're a day old, they're not really... Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've got to wait till they're nine. You've got to put up with the kid. <laughs> this took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> A day old, that is, dark. that's dark. I mean, I don't, you brought it up. I did bring it up, yeah, but, but I'm sorry. Like, this is, it's that old saying, like, if you listen closely, they'll tell on themselves. And you're like, oh, I hate kids, by the way. Yeah, I, just, I, I hate do. them. But I, do, I just, it just does my, like, I'm just, I, I don't want to be around them yet. And I'm around them all the time. All my friends have had kids and I just find them. And the it's problem with them is, is yeah. none of their kids, they're like, oh, aren't they sweet? And I'm like, they're absolutely not. Like yeah. your kid is the same as every other kid. In a pram. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad used to say, I hate kids to me when I was a kid. And I was like, do you hate me, dad? And his answer was no, because you're my kid. I hate everyone else's yeah, kids. Yeah. And I think my dad was like, similar to that, but he didn't tell me. He just shone and walked away. Um, <laughs> well, there, it? it would be no. funny if it wasn't so true. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so, I mean, you're <laughs> you are from Stockport, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm, I feel really bad for you for that. Is that why you're sort of ribbing on me? Because I'm older than you. You want a dad figure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're not that old, are you? How old yeah. are you? 45, mate. Yeah. Just look good for it. Yeah, showbiz. Are you Show- really 45? <laughs> no. I was going to say. That'd be, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? You said, I mean, to be fair, that's how long ago we started <laughs> the podcast. Because you said you were I was 31. 30. Yeah, you believed 14 it. Years. <laughs> that's how long that bomb threat was. <laughs> 14 years you've aged. <laughs> Uh, What's that funny enough, the kids you hate will be fucking adults yeah. now. <laughs> it's like, do you remember that film they made where they filmed one bit every year for 13 yes. years? Yeah. That's what this podcast feels <laughs> like. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I just, I just can't, like, I find it really hard because they've all, and all, the problem is I'm the only one without a kid. So they're all happy for everyone to be like, and I just feel like I've not caught up and it makes me feel bad about myself. And I, you take your cat and they all moan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. cat mum as well. Are you a cat mum? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love my cat. But I, I, you know, on a lead to the pub and they're like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, you've got a kid on a rain. Like, that's weirder, surely. Yeah. Mine's closer to a dog than yours. <laughs> Fucking hell. I think, so that annoys me. I think of like, uh, dogs are the new kids now, aren't they? Most people don't, like a lot of people don't want I don't like dogs dog. either. Dogs you know do my head in. Yeah, they're fucking awful. Uh, you know, I only, I only so say this. You, um, I only say this because my cousin has just got a dog and it's evil. And I saw it three days ago. And it's just, and they basically haven't trained it. They've got a dog. Yeah, my, that's, this is, that's when dogs are cunts though, aren't they? Like yeah, they've not trained it. It doesn't do anything. It goes for everyone. It's a horrible little like thing. A, like all cats. <laughs> Well, my cat's love. My cat isn't yeah, interested got, in anybody. Nice cat, my, yeah. my cat just like my cat is indifferent to everybody, and that's better than being bitter. You feel yeah. like you've earned its affection. I have that sort of outlook on life as well. I think me and your cat would get along. Yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> my, really... dad, my cat's just like, give a fuck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't owe you anything. 
my, my whole cats thing is I'm like, why don't you come and give me, you know, come and give me a cuddle? It's like, I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> you just, you ripped me from my mother one day and I'm still alive. So you ripped freaking... me from my mother. It's so true. Yeah. But um, it's a, uh, yeah, like I just, like that, I find kids like just hard at the moment, you know, sorry, mate. <laughs> He's like 21. Is he 21? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. <laughs> he wasn't when we started the podcast. He was I, um, six. <laughs> I, uh, I did watch an interview with him and he was like, basically going, they're like, oh, you know, what's hard about being famous? And he just, it, it was, I felt really bad for him because he went, people picking me up all the time. And I was like, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. Hello. Ooh. Same with animals though, innit? Cats, like, that's why cats like go fucking ape shit. If you try and pick <laughs> yeah. a cat, cat up. My cat. That's um, the thumbnail, by the way. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> my cat, when you pick it up and hold it like a child, um, it puts its body out straight and just doesn't move. It pretends it's not happening. Yeah, like fucking Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Stay still. The, the cunt won't see me. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. It's just like, you can see in his face, he's going, this isn't my life. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like this. Do you, do you think you ever will have kids? May, like maybe, who knows? Like, um, you I'm know, I think rush. it's an option, but at the moment I couldn't think of anything worse. I've got like my life. I love going on holiday. Yeah. And I don't want to like pay for someone else to go who I've not made my mind up about yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, can't you can't get rid of them they are knobheads, can you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you, everyone you meet, you cut them out of your life if they're knobs. Yeah, you can't You can't kids. do that with a kid. What you have to do is your fault. Is you just start saying to people things like, oh, he's a bit of a handful, which is, which is sorry, my child's a cunt. Yeah, I've done a shit job. Yeah, I've done a, yeah. I've raised an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got I'm, lots of energy. Yeah, he's a fucking bellend, mate. That's what that means. <laughs> I hate you. I hate your children. Yeah, I'm at that point at the minute because I don't know if I want kids. Like my girlfriend, uh, she, to be fair, she doesn't know if she wants them, but she's heavily leaning to the point where she thinks she will. Oh, is she the same age as you? She's two years younger than me. Oh, you've um, got ages then? Yeah, that's it. But I, I'm worried I'll never want them. And that's sort of the, it's not an argument in the house because we've sort of had the conversation. It's just, it's, it's life, isn't it? It's yeah. just one of those things. Maybe we will. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because I just, I can't, ever imagine a world i mean loads of loads of people say this and they say it changes as you get older but i can't imagine a world where my life like my life's inconvenient enough now <laughs> do you know what I mean? like there's so much to think about and 100%. i've got nothing to think about like imagine having a fucking little ferret involved in your life as well I, um, I had a mate who went, the thing is, he goes, I didn't want kids, but as soon as I held my son, I was like, yeah, oh, that's a risky kid. play, yeah. innit? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've got ginger jeans in my family. Like, just, uh, but I just mean, like, you, like, imagine that. He goes, when, you, when you're holding it and you get there and you go, oh, no. No, I did make a mistake. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah this was a, back. I've got it a looks like Pepe the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate, your dad doesn't know what you look like now. Sorry. Don't be a shit house. Don't be a shit house. No. Just because you're from the south and you can't take it. Don't be a shit house. <laughs> no apologies necessary. Um, I, uh, I had a friend, my mate got pregnant and she um, she was sort of on the fence about it and her, her partner was like, really wanted them. And she went like, oh, you could, like, let's try. But if it doesn't work yeah. quickly, then let, let's not worry. Like, and, she, and then they had a baby quite quickly. And, um, and I was, went over to see them and he was like, oh, it's amazing. The first time she laughed, all this. And he went to use the loo and she went, Never do this. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And she's like, this, this was an error. Yeah. And she's uh, like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, fuck no, it's going out. She's like, oh my God, I don't want this. <laughs> I've made such a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there are plenty of people that do think it's a mistake. And I just think, you know, but I'm at that age where people look like my mum is, oh, she's a nightmare of a going. She's desperate for grandkids. And yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen. You know, it might do in the future, but you know, she's getting on. So it, she wants to enjoy them. And so I'm, are you kind of? Yeah. I, I feel that way at 30. Do you not think? 
Oh, Jon Snow's just had a fucking baby, hasn't he? He's 74. <laughs> oh, I thought reader. you meant the character from Game of Thrones. No. So I was like... <laughs> I really thought the counselor. I was like, he's really into the series. Yeah, John, Snow, John Snow, the news presenters had a yeah, kid. That's he had a kid last, last year. Like he had a kid. Men, you can you keep knocking him out as long as you like, can't you? That's true, actually. I didn't yeah, what yeah, kids yeah. are. Yeah, kids. And also, <laughs> also, also, if you have a kid at 74 and it's a cunt, you die in five years. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. your problem. <laughs> that's better for the kid too, because yeah, yeah, then yeah. he gets all your money. Yeah, he if gets, you all, Snow, gets all your money and a stepdaddy hates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, not only do we present problems on this podcast, we solve them too. There, yeah, we go. there you if go. If you're not sure about having kids, have a little later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then kill can... yourself. It'll look like natural causes. <laughs> have and an if... explosion in a science sensor. <laughs> it's really taken the glean off of... Um, um, I have a word podcast seeing where they record it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is a big operation. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I thought the same when I was on the chase, that, El that Elstree studio. Elstree's a shit hole. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be on TV. And then I was like, is this it? Elstree's rubbish. Because <laughs> um, I've done a few things. have got here. photos of the things they film and it's like fucking Christopher Lee's Dracula. Yeah, like loads of like, <laughs> Star Wars Sahara, all yeah. happened up there. Oh, really? Indiana yeah. Jones was at Elstree. Yeah. Loads of stuff like that. And it's yeah. shit. Yeah. It's awful. And then you go to the... Um, you go to the American studios. I've done a, I did a, years ago, I made a behind the scenes show about Family Guy, uh, which is all on the Fox, oh, really? uh, the Fox studios when it moved to ITV. And that is like actually glamorous. Yeah. And it's You're amazing. You're a slut for telling you. Oh, is there anything you've not done? <laughs> <laughs> I've done ghost hunting. I've done that. Anything, mate. I've done it all. I did a, I did a show once about millionaire dogs. Uh, <laughs> God, you People hate do. Them. Hate and I fucking hate dogs. Is that why? Because you've just met <laughs> yeah, the cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've I've met, met the Tory dogs. You don't like him anymore. I've met Fuck Elon Ruff. <laughs> you know, that's why. <laughs> he was a bell end. Oh, fucking hell. Right, we uh, we need to wrap this the fuck up. Uh, so I'm just thinking of more billionaire dog puns. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug? First of all, thanks so much for coming on. Like, mate, we, we were taking the piss, but genuinely, thanks It's been a really good, like, I've had a really lovely thanks, time. Thanks, We been, really do appreciate it. I'm happy time. that there was more time for us to hang out. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I know that we're going to a gig together, but it was lovely to hang out with you as well. You know, I know you're not going to be there. Um, nothing to plug. Um, come and see me in a club. That's Sam. where I'm probably best. Sick. I've got a website. I've got Instagram, Twitter and all that. Although I mean, imagine most of the people watching this yeah, watching it on mine. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sort of where we're at at the minute. But this is why we're so grateful for you coming on. my TikTok. <laughs> you got anyone you want to plug? Yeah, these guys socials. <laughs> but honestly, do listen. It's very they're very funny. Listen Thanks, to the podcast. Man. Come really and see really them both live. Nice one. Thanks, Thanks very man. much, man. Quick, give us three things that you hate. Three things I hate. Oh yeah, easy, right? People this is all really personal. Easy things. people. That have happened to me that have happened to me this week. Tongue ulcers. Number one. Yeah, no, they're not yeah. good. I've yeah. always forgotten I take my tongue for granted. I had an ulcer at the weekend. They're really debilitating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever got uh, ketchup on it? Just the worst oh, pain you've ever had. I, I had life. some prawn cocktail crisps. That was an error. Um, uh, people who reverse into your car and don't leave a note. <laughs> Aaron Wood. That's a very personal <laughs> thing at the moment. That happened to me three I days ago. I didn't leave a note. I, need, I knocked on because it was my neighbour. But big deal. What we say? <laughs> you just got to check if they got a ring camera first. Yeah, they so. did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> They're like, oh, they've got one. I best go and see. <laughs> yeah, one of my neighbours has reversed into my car and uh, ruined the front of it. And really annoying it's going to cost it's only the Peugeot 108 though as it's we discussed Peugeot 106 mate come on <laughs> sorry mint green they don't do that colour anymore so it's going to be really expensive <laughs> and a third one um, I don't know a third one they're the only two things I hate um, I'm you know world hunger oh there we go <laughs> you fucking southern fairy <laughs>